0: This is HomePod Defense Squad for Friday, March 8th, 2020. Hit it. And HPDS, your number one source for all things tech news from the good to the bad to the vapor. Joining me, as always, is the founder and CEO of Boosted Boards from somewhere in downstate New York, Mr. Evan Hirsch. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, Joe. You know what tomorrow or slash today is uh, shit. I already ruined it. I told you to change the date and I've already ruined it. Do you know what today is, Joe? What is for today, us? Evan? Today, we become men. <laughs> it's our bar mitzvah we we get to get to get thrown out into the world and oh boy what a world is what a world it is for us we we're, we're finally graduating ridding ourselves of the mortal plane of education
0: witness me evan
1: <laughs> we you and i have chosen an excellent time to stop college to get out of college we are, we are we are being thrown like like a child limbless from the womb out into the <laughs> world from which we were birthed <laughs> flailing, confused
0: flailing without limbs
1: <laughs> flailing without limbs our
0: non-existent limbs flailing in the wind
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm pretty sure Kojima made a game about this it's 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 an absolute fucking time I am. So I guess to answer your question, I think for the first time ever, I'm not doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing, it's, uh, everything's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucked. I mean,
0: if anyone wants to know exactly how well I'm doing, uh, given my current graduated status and my employment status. I am currently a professional podcaster slash blogger, so that's That's about where we are.
1: Yeah, any proceeds from this show go to Joe, probably because he makes all of it, but also just because I'm being nice and generous. Um, (laughs) We should start to get some table reads. I'll do them, just for fun, because you know how much I like selling things. (laughs) Like, I think, all right, if we want to make an, an arrangement between the two of us right now, is that if we ever... Ever get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends? I'm doing the fucking read. I'm doing the fucking read, not you. Okay. Yes,
0: I will. I will allow this. You. You. you, you. get Raid Shadow Legends, and yeah.
1: um, I, don't, I don't. I get Blue Cube. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if you take all the money from this show. Like it is a perfectly fair trade off. If I get to do the Raid Shadow Legends read, it's fine. Um yeah, oh my god. This this has been an insane fucking month, I'd say. Like the the thing about the past few months is that the whole tech industry has like shaken it's has been shaken upside down, especially in terms of like startups and VC and everything. Um
0: they've also really demonstrated that they are just
1: fucking useless. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, vent- the
0: VCs or the startups, top to bottom. Like I, I swear to God, I-, I swear to you, if I see yeah. one more company say that they have in a small engineering team working on COVID, and then they come out with a tracker map with their yeah. logo on it, I'm, I- I- I'm gonna lose my mind, Evan. Like I
1: mean, yeah, it's. That's, that's it, though. It's like, I don't know. The, the thing with software engineers at Silicon Valley is they want to feel like their jobs have meaning and purpose and that they're not just, like, fucking trying to hit metrics for their mobile app by, like, adding it, by changing the button to blue. To be fair, this is what I also do. This is what I love to do. So, you know, I'm also shitting on myself, right? Um, but the... a lot of companies just want to feel like their mission is something other than what they're doing right now. Um, For example, Uber, Lyft, they're not having a good time. (laughs) um, Because, you know, you don't want to get into someone's car right now. (laughs) Airbnb, fucking Airbnb. Like, so usually we don't really do like Silicon Valley startup news. Like that's not really where the show's focus. Um, I just kind of have an affinity to it because I lived there for three months and now it is my calling. It is it is, it is my home. It is like I'm a hawk. It is my nest. I will I will fly back there one day. It is my spiritual calling.
0: Um, we talk about it from well, a philosophical standpoint. We don't really care no, about the numbers.
1: We don't really care about the numbers, but I want to at least in, in just our little intro segment before we get to like our structured news, I want to talk about some numbers because they are really a fucking bad um let me let me quick find the airbnb thing because I, I didn't even realize this but
0: it's like 1700 Air-
1: right yeah so airbnb i'm just pulling that up the man yeah uh, it's 1800 1800 uh, when i just searched airbnb for those who haven't lived in san francisco for three months is the current poster child uni- like prized unicorn of the whole fucking city
0: Also, harbinger Um, of the coming housing crisis.
1: Yes, (laughs) it also might be causing the second housing crisis um, in the past fifteen years. (laughs) Whoopsie, Um, it's it's like the two thousand eight housing crisis, except even stupider. But so, what Airbnb is? uh, Airbnb is housing as a service. You rent out parts of your house, etc. You can turn it into hotels. You can turn it into extended stay areas, etc. It is Uber, but for places to live. Because, um, you know, the commodification of housing wasn't already, like, fucked up. Um, but now, it, it, regardless, it was a smart – it was a very smart business. And it was also, like, the prized place of Silicon Valley. That is the, the startup where you wanted to work. Um, it's, like, every – you you you, gl- uh, you glanced at it with envy every time you went on Muni and you saw someone with an Airbnb backpack. You know, like that's that's where you want to be. But it turns out no one is traveling at all. Travel industry is hit the hardest by all of this, right? Everything related to uh, travel whatsoever. So Airbnb, once valued as like one of the just the most one of the most valuable like companies in the valley, has laid off nineteen thousand of their employees. Hundred. Oh, nine. Oh, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> My brain is not working today. Nineteen hundred of their employees. Um, but that's an insane amount of their workforce. Uh, Uber and Lyft have also started to make similar cuts. They've laid off like around thirteen percent of their workforces. Yeah, and that is absolutely bananas. Like, it's understandable why they're doing, why they have to do this. The thing about it that I find really funny is <laughs> these companies weren't making money before.
0: That's the thing is these companies weren't making money before, but all of the uh, all of the incoming f- funding has dried up. Yep, um, exactly. And if the funding for these companies has dried up, you can only imagine what the funding has done for the smaller companies.
1: Uh, that is what I was going to say. If like if no one is funding Lyft or Uber right now, like, OK, I think it's a pretty safe bet after all of this is over we're gonna need cars (laughs) and uh, i think that like it would actually still be a safe bet to be like i'm investing in lyft and i'm investing in uber but like the so let's put it this way lyft and uber can say okay we're doing like 20 percent employee cuts we're gonna hold this we're gonna fucking like these are the cuts that we foresee to like rough this out for the next um eight or so months or whatever okay sure now the 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 thing is that another company might be doing funding like month to month that company is screwed right now
0: like, right
1: they're screwed so that's it
0: the thing is that uber and lyft will probably will hold the line and they'll still be here in a year they'll still be here in 2 years um well mm. a- anyway they're, they they're going to make it live. through this they're going to make it through this crisis without too much of an issue but this digs into um one of the deeper problems with um the bay area and you know the startup culture in particular that i wanted to get into which is that these companies they are taking these funding rounds on a month-to-month basis broadly speaking a lot of these companies are pitching products and we'll talk about this later too when we get into keybase they're pitching these very insular products um And these products are built to belong to a larger suite of products. Um, these companies are designed to be purchased. Um, so what you end up with is that you have startups lined up like products on a shelf, right? Mm -hmm. So their entire goal in life is to exist, to stop existing. Oh yeah. Uh, and if, if, if the, if the money dries up beforehand, before then, then they're gone. And th- the product doesn't matter. The product is stupid. The product is bad. <laughs> and-, and so you've built an entire micro economy mm-hmm. on this concept of crap ideas and crap products right. that Rural. exist to be purchased by larger companies to bloat them up.
1: I mean, there's a term for this. It's literally a thing you're supposed to do. It's called an exit. Like being acquired is one of the three exits. Like your exits as a company in Silicon Valley are be acquired, IPO, die. <laughs> 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 that's, those are the three things. You are either supposed to be acquired or you're supposed to IPO. That is, your, that is the exit for all the people who have invested in you. Right?
0: And no that's, one IPOs. That's how
1: they make the returns. I, I mean, like when someone actually, IPO.
0: when someone when someone IPOs, you hear about it, like right. not just not just you and I hear about it, but everyone mm-hmm. hears about it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, my dad hears about it. He's like, oh, yeah, he, I, my dad talks to me about all the fucking IPOs that are happening or all the fucking. Um, it makes national the... news when a startup yeah, actually IPOs. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. So that should show you how rarely it actually happens. So a lot of acquisitions and purchases are happening. Um, The intro joke, uh, (laughs) um, Boosted Boards' Rippin' piece has been, um, in terms of technology and staff, in some respects, acquired by Lime, um, which Lime has now been – has had a major funding round from Uber, who Lime has acquired Uber's thing, Jump, which Uber acquired – and this is all set up for Uber to acquire Line. <laughs> now, now we're get, now we're just, now
0: we're totally down the rabbit hole because we're into the chain of funding, where oh my god, Uber is so, getting funded, and Uber is itself funding a series.
1: Uber, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's kind of like the equivalent of like. All right. the The best way to describe Silicon Valley companies and their funding is like Agario. Like everyone's played Agario. There's like
0: a frog a- and a bump <laughs> on a log.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the idea is you're, you're, you're it, It's 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 kind of like the meat industry right now. Uber is making Lyft a nice fat juicy cow and is like feeding it all the grass it can before it like just ki- like kills it and swallows it up. <laughs> like this is done so many times. Um, it's it's really great and. Um, like, I mean, Intel just did this recently with Move It too. Like I was just looking at I'm like, oh, what is this? Intel apparently like just led their last funding round because that is what you do when you want to buy them. It's you just you you just help them get more money. You just kind of like be their like sugar daddy or whatever. It's it's such a crazy time because so many deals are being changed and they're falling through. Like this whole situation basically drove boosted boards out of business. I'm okay. there was probably some other things too but like this didn't help
0: i was gonna say that's generous uh
1: (laughs) yeah yeah this didn't help but it's it's so fucking weird what's going on all of
0: this is to say that this is exposed that the microeconomy that's grown around um startup culture is so fragile and it's based on so few companies, uh, be- because funding comes from so many places. But all that funding filters back to very few, lo- extraordinarily large companies. That when that chain starts to get disturbed, that's when you start to see a lot of companies start to go belly up, and a lot of it, and a lot of extraordinarily talented engineers start to lose their jobs because. It, you know, mm-hmm. startup jumping is kind of a, a thing you start to do after a while because, oh, well, you I know, mean, when you're getting paid $200,000 $200, to, you know, make a crap product and then, you know, startup fails and you, you take a, it's a three-month vacation to find yourself and then, you know, you mm-hmm. go back and whatever.
1: Some people take a three-month vacation to fucking pitch to YC. It's actually pretty funny. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah.
0: But that's that's our pitch at the beginning of um, at, at, at the top of the show today is to beware of startup culture and to keep keep an eye out for these things as uh, as the, as the situation grows. Uh.
1: Yeah, please. Startup culture is interesting. But yeah, that's what you do is you just you jump ship every couple of years, every like two to five years, you're in a new startup. And the hope is that one day one of these startups will IPO and you'll get rich. Uh, then you can use that money to build your own failed startup that gets acquired. Um,
0: or aqua Yeah,
1: acquired. Oh, man. Yeah, as you can see, I've thought very in-depth about my future business plans. <laughs> but oh, well. I think it's about time that we get started talking about actually what the fuck happened this week.
0: Right. All right. So let's uh, start from the top here. So um, I had a mysterious visitor. Yeah, in my uh, Gmail account, um, a wild man descended out of the mountains. He uh, reeked of onions and he was dressed in tattered furs. And his <laughs> name was Google Meat. <laughs> Google Meat. Google Meat has mysteriously appeared in Gmail. <laughs>
1: Google Meet uh, tells you some cryptic clues about where to find the the Eye of Sauron. (laughs) Um,
0: So, after years of existing in that little three by three box, (laughs) I think you even had to scroll. I think you had to scroll down to get to Google Meet. I don't even think it was like in the first. Oh. set of things but google meet is now integrated fully into gmail as google sort of attempts to um combat the oncoming storm that is zoom um yeah. and to a lesser extent microsoft teams um and to a lesser lesser extent um whatever slack calls their thing.
1: No one uses Slack video chat.
0: <laughs> I know they don't. That's why I don't know what it's called.
1: <laughs> like, uh, Joe, like saying that like Google's trying to combat Slack video chat is like saying our biggest threat is the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> like, <come on>. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I think it's a little past time to be worried about the Ottoman Empire, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it's... But I don't
0: know. yeah, what I will say is actually, uh, as someone who has worked um, at a smaller company, as at a company that used um, the Google Suite, mm-hmm. and as someone who used this Google Meet product, this is actually really nice. Um, oh yeah, because Google Meet is it was kind of hard to find before, um, yeah, and it was integrated into google calendar really well so if you set up a meeting with someone through google calendar um google calendar is lovely um if you're part of an enterprise because you can see everyone's calendars you can set up meetings and then you can set up links through google meet Mm -hmm. now this way it's just like with slack where you know you're in your email you say start a meeting you send out Um, you say add this person, this person, this person, this person, this person from your company Mm -hmm. and it just sends it out. Awesome. This is, this is exactly what I wanted out of this. And I, for the life of me, cannot (laughs) figure out. (laughs) Why <laughs> it took them so long to add this button.
1: Yeah. It's so actually just I i kinda have a unique experience because with all the internships that I've had, I've worked with well, a bunch of different companies that use a bunch of different like um enterprise stacks to do communication and management and everything, which means that I've used Slack, I've used Teams, I've used everything. Um I've used Zoom I've used, so I've used Zoom for video uh for video meetings, I've used Teams for video meetings, and I've also used uh, fucking hangouts for video meetings which is now just called google Meet. have you used Um, webex i have used webex it was the worst experience of my life
0: i um i gotta agree with it's it's a bad experience
1: (laughs) right no so like the that's the thing so one people are people are wondering why zoom became super popular i think there's a few reasons but the reason zoom exists in its current form now is because zoom is not a competitor to facetime it's not even a competitor to microsoft teams And it's not a competitor to Google Meet. Zoom is a competitor to Cisco WebEx, which is a, which is a a hybrid, um, voice over internet protocol, fucking like phone conferencing system that allows people to have like call in phone conferences that also, uh, combine with online meetings. So you can like literally dial into a meeting from a phone, um, this is something that zoom actually has it still has this you can dial into zoom meetings so like even if you're at your office or whatever and your office computer like doesn't have a fucking headset or whatever you can literally just pick up your phone you can dial in some numbers and you can call into a meeting and listen with your fucking like phone (laughs) like you're just on an actual phone um it's great um but I think people don't give Google Meet enough credit. It's a good service. Like it's it's not like Google Hangouts Chat, which I looked at and I'm like, <laughs> who uses this? Um, but go- literally, the only people I know who use Google Hangouts Chat work at Google. Uh, um, oh yeah. But but uh, Google Hangouts Meet is actually like a really good video call service that I've I uh companies i worked with i've used in conjunction with slack and i think um a lot of people don't give it the the credit it deserves because if you're already paying for slack and you're already paying for g suite like it's just the it's perfect it does it gets the job done and most companies in the valley actually use it
0: i mean the company i worked with wasn't even paying for slack for most of my time there
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair i mean it's like it's when of, they yeah. started
0: paying for slack, it was like, whoo. <laughs> I,
1: I think the thing is that like w- what's happening now is a lot of companies. It's very obvious to tell which companies who design software for remote work don't actually work remotely. <laughs> it's it's very obvious because like you can tell which products are like not really optimized for people are not in the same office. I still think the biggest and most hilarious idiosyncrasy is slack does not allow people to work remotely. <laughs> you know what? Slack. I forgot
0: I'd heard, I, f- I forgot I'd even heard that.
1: So there's a lot of slack does not allow people to work remotely. It's, it's fucking incredible. Um, because they build the software that enables literally the, the remote work phenomenon that we have. Um, it's probably obvious that like Google meet was kind of the same. Um, it's, we're actually starting to see a lot of new products kind of come out of this where they're like, wait, everything that we've used kind of sucks for the current situation. So we need to build a new product that like kind of fits it. Um, which is also just exactly what you say to like Mark Anderson, as you're pitching to his VC, um like this is why we need a new product it's like it's like google meet but but it zooms in on your face automatically and then mark anderson says can't google just kind of copy that and then the guy's like well actually no because they can't build a chat application and he'd be right <laughs> 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 Aw, it's so sad. <laughs> I, I, dude, I just I want to stop using Facebook stuff. <laughs> please, Google, I'm begging you, Google, I'm begging you, please just build a chat app. I really want to use it. Like I want, my, I want my chat app back in Gmail that like looks all real nice and pretty. It's like,
0: astounding that. No one has been able to compete with Messenger to, mm-hmm. to any degree. Um, si- is, yeah. simply because it, it, and even given the fact that the primary users of Messenger don't like Facebook. Oh yeah,
1: I don't like Facebook. Um, like,
0: they've just. I, one of the most brilliant things that Facebook ever did was completely decouple Messenger as oh. an application from. Mm facebook
1: absolutely. it was incredibly smart it was honestly the smartest move the company made
0: the not only app. did it save the service but it made it one of the most popular messaging applications in north america
1: oh yeah it was absolutely brilliant and like once you people who delete the facebook ad from their phone like i did i don't really use it too much um i still have messenger i can't live without messenger because mm-hmm. To, mostly because Apple just won't put iMessage on a non-Apple product like they, I don't have another option. My friends who are like uh, my friends who literally like removed the fucking module in Android that allows for them to, that allows for their location to be tracked by third party services, essentially removing all GPS tracking from their phone, still use Facebook Messenger because they have no other options it's kind of incredible you know um and it's really crazy to see like another major tech giant has just not stepped up to compete with them
0: yeah no it's astounding um all right so moving on um all right so mozilla uh i like talking about mozilla
1: they love mozilla
0: oh god mozilla is my freaking favorite internet company because everything they do is good uh, like, we so very rarely have bad news out of them. Except for the occasional zero day.
1: Yeah, except for the occasional zero day and like the occasional, um, the occasional like, hey, maybe you shouldn't like just turn this thing on and like reroute people's DNS traffic without <laughs> letting them know.
0: <laughs> Even then, it was like they were doing a good thing, they yeah, just could have implemented it better
1: mm-hmm like like ultimately the only the only way the only reason to be like mad about them doing that was just if you don't trust cloudflare
0: mozilla is out there legitimately making the internet better and i for one appreciate them uh so let's talk about how they're you continuing put that on your cover letter <laughs> <laughs> you freaking know i did uh so let's uh <laughs> let's get down on our knees and talk about them a little bit some more a little bit more um so mozilla is working on a new unique email alias um program so love it uh if you're familiar with apple's um sign in with apple login system that they announced at the wwdc 2019 developer conference uh this is basically the same idea so what apple did uh, is they introduce the sign in with Apple login system with all their apps where every app um, after a certain point um, sometime this year is going to be required to give you a sign in with Apple login option where um, rather than using your real email, Apple is going to generate an alias for your email so that your real email never gets exposed to the developers of the application. Um And then they're also going to handle your password and all that. So totally, totally opaque to you. So you just skip right over the login effectively. And Apple just manages the whole thing. Uh, This is very similar um, in the aspect that Firefox is going to have an add-on called Private Relay. What Private Relay does is it simply generates an email alias. The most interesting thing about this to me... Um, besides the fact that it's another major tech tech company developing, um, an email alias program is the fact that we, between these two programs, we've moved, um, we pretty much fully moved into, um, an area where now your email is very much a part of who you are. So... Roll back, you know, even so much as ten years. Um where, you know, you're um Jim McGillicuddy72 at Yahoo.com or whatever. And you're signing up for newsletters, you're signing up for random accounts, you get your eBay, you've got your eBay account, you've got your Walmart account, you've got your uh your Pornhub account, it doesn't matter. Um all of this crap is coming in, and eventually you're just like, all right. I've got too many ads coming in, so what do you do? You nuke it, you move on. What this signifies to me is that people are starting to see emails as a part of them, which which is definitely how I treat my email. Like I, I don't, I don't want to move on from my email. I definitely feel a desire to clean up my email. I don't, I, I don't want to like just dump it because I have too many things attached to it, especially with the advent of Gmail where, hey, I've got drive tied into this, I've got YouTube tied into this. I've got I've got a lot of data <laughs> tied into this account. Uh, <laughs> that I can't just like dump <laughs> and oh, yeah. let just sit out there in the ether um, to mold over. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is going a really long way to let people say, hey, I want to sign up for this service or I want to gain access to this information, but I want to be able to turn off the garbage eventually. Yep.
1: That's that's why I like email relays too. It's not even um I'm worried about like giving my email to someone and they'll be like, ha ha ha, I know what your email is. I will ruin your life. It's, it's more along the lines of I would like having a nice dashboard that I can just shut off. Fucking just stop talking to me and just click a button and it's gone. Like, that's what I want. That's what makes the Apple thing really nice. Like, sure, it's a cool, like, privacy metric. But just having that, like, layer of control where you're not giving people direct access, which means you can kind of shut it off, is awesome. And I love services that do that. I use privacy.com. Hey, privacy.com, people. We'll do a table read for you. We'll do an ad read for you. Um... Which is basically the same idea, but with like credit cards. Oh fuck! I just did the read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's like it's that a that idea of like basically we do not trust people with our information. Like we don't trust people with our email. <laughs> we shouldn't trust them with credit card numbers. Right. And I like it. I like the idea that the that these are being. I, I have the ability to control what services can contact my just main accounts through these like federated levels of trust that i just have the ability to shut on and off it's pretty cool
0: well yeah and i think the fact of the matter is the fewer people that actually know your email um the fewer databases that are storing your email the better um oh yeah because i mean hey fact of the matter is it's it's a plain text thing you tell it to everybody whatever it's the actual email itself is not secure in any way shape or form but still your email is the keys it's the keys to the kingdom so any 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 extra step that can be taken to uh not have that thing floating out um like a big hairy ball sack would be greatly appreciated (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm 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 interested to see how this works.
0: Um, all right. Now uh, we already talked about um Google Meet bearing in Gmail. Mm-hmm. What we didn't talk about with Google Meet is that Google has consolidated all of its messaging applications into a single team.
1: See, I hate that headline so much. Because it makes you think they've consolidated all their messaging apps.
0: It's right. First of all, that's not true. It's it's very confusing. You know, interesting side effect. Because all of these things are now are now controlled by a single team, they actually were able to lay off almost sixty five percent of the company.
1: <laughs> all right. So look, Joe, put this headline in the fucking doc. It, it's a joke. He's wrong about the the 65% thing. At first, I'm like, what the hell? It's like a 48, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that (laughs) Google builds some form of, like, auto online iMessage equivalent messaging software. Like, please do it. God, please do it. Bring Aloe back. I'll take Aloe. Just bring it back. (laughs) Give me something.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like primarily they're in charge of messages, Duo and the phone app on Android. Like those that seems to be primarily what they're in charge of. Um
1: which is which is funny because actually the most popular of those three apps on Android phones is probably Duo because I can't imagine people like, that, I can't imagine many, like, Samsung Galaxy S20s, like, being like, oh, man, gotta download the default Android dialer. This I don't know. Um, Do people use Duo? Is that a thing? I mean, I'd, I'd say they, they use Duo more than, like, fucking the, the default Android phone dialer, because just Samsung builds their own, and all the companies build their own, so the only people actually who use the Google Messages app, the only people who use the fucking, like, google phone app or the the default android phone app are pixel owners or people who want to be pixel owners and just download it on their galaxy phones so like i'd say probably that duo is most popular of the three yeah it's like it is the only option for i want to do video chat with friend on pixel that's Uh, it yeah
0: that's true uh it's also yeah this is all tremendously confusing frankly cuz they they do this uh article literally just does list everything
1: uh that also, Google Duo has ever not, made. Duo is not Duo Mobile the fucking phone authentication program which was acquired by Cisco. Did you know that Joe Duo's owned by Cisco? Cisco owns it? Duo Cisco owns Duo Authenticator.
0: Oh, that's why it's garbage. <laughs>
1: No man yeah Cisco oh, owns okay.
0: it. All right well that yeah. that makes sense I I that's understand now why it doesn't work um
1: yeah, but no Google, Google duo is like used pretty decently. I wouldn't say it's like it's not I'm it's not facetime level obviously, but it's I don't know I used it once <laughs> that's more more I've used it <laughs> Any other Google I've used it more I've used it like a, somewhere around like a couple times. Which I is used, like more than I've used any other Google messaging product in the past 10 years.
0: I used Allo for probably a solid month. <sighs> like I I made a concerted effort.
1: Allo is a, such a cool concept because it's just like, hey, we built a messaging thing. Eventually, you're kind of like, oh, all right. I'm going to like, this will probably be integrated with Gmail. So that'll be cool eventually one day it wasn't but Th-
0: that was the thing is they like they oversold it they're like this is gonna have integration with a bunch of other things and i'm like okay so i'm gonna hop on this this gravy yeah. train and i'm gonna wait it out and i
1: wait the frick out and boy, oh boy just just fucking like just a, fo- a one that that photo from memento like that fucking like polaroid frames written don't believe their lies <laughs> just written on it it's um What a turd. I mean, no, the thing is, again, Allo is one of those services where it's like Google Google has never failed for lack of a a cool idea, I think. It was
0: a very cool idea. Like, as an experience, it was an excellent messaging service, but it just didn't deliver on what it promised.
1: Right. It's kind of like Stadia. Like, again, er, so a lot of people... (laughs) Uh, People keep pinging me now being like, oh man, Evan, you think Stadia is a success now? I'm like, it's exactly where I said it was going to be five months ago.
0: (laughs) It's just that where you said it would be was not a positive place.
1: (laughs) I know. I I didn't say it would be in a positive place. I said, this is the most impressive technology I've ever seen for game streaming, and it's not going to matter if they don't get the business model right within the next six months. And I'm like... That's that's the thing with Google at the end of the day is like I think uh, the they they look Stadia's awesome. They just got wireless controllers working on PC like this week. This week. <sighs> this week. For like the, I got the for, the for the for the Stadia controller.
0: You know what? I I want to I I want to wrap this up cuz I you know I I hate to say this but I honestly fucking despise talking about google like of all the things we talk about on the show i hate talking about google and i'll tell you why when was the last time we talked about a google success like when was the last time we said that google did something like right and that it was well received by the market
1: uh i'll think of something hold on Right. Um, wait. No. No. I gotta. We, we literally just did. We that we opened with it. Okay. <laughs> we, we opened with it.
0: But uh, take my point though. Like, no. We spend so much time on. We spend so much time on this show. Other people spend so much time on every other show. Whether it's you know the protocol or Ars technica or the verge or whatever it it, it's all just saying you know google had an awesome idea Mm -hmm. uh they pushed the technology forward Mm -hmm. they have the best engineers it's incredible Mm -hmm. at the end of the day they couldn't get the business model right they pulled the plug the project was dead in the water because it was a frickin' turd and then somebody else, you know, forever down the line, you know, a year down the line, two years down the line, actually goes and does it right. And then somebody not Google buys them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's I mean, all they do is they push technology forward. They fail spectacularly. And because they've failed spectacularly and because they continue to fail spectacularly, they stall out the technology for a solid year to three years until somebody else can figure it out. Because now it's seen as, oh well, this is possible because Google did it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm really, really, really hoping that like some really positive shit can come out of Stadia. I think, they I think have it will. Potential there. I, you, I really want them to get the business model right. I,
0: I think exactly you. what I just said is what's going to happen instead. Of, because what Google did is they pushed the technology forward real, really far. Like, like it's un- as it's always, unbel- Google yeah. has unbelievable engineers,
1: and it's a, it's a, it's a great like execution of the technology, but um, the but project that- stalled out.
0: It's a turd everyone's going to back off they're going to say nope business model is just not viable right now and somebody out there is going to eventually say well google did it wrong but they're going to get stuck because it's it's a hard technology to figure out they're going to it's we now know it's possible so eventually somebody's going to get there but it's going to take a lot longer than it would have been if google had gotten it right on the first pass
1: the biggest problem with Stadia, and I want to talk about it for a second, because I've been thinking about it a lot, is that they used like almost a Tesla marketing strategy. Like, so other game streaming services are like, you pay, the idea is you pay money for this game streaming service. You are a consumer of this service to augment your existing platforms. You will have this, so that you, you say, Evan, we want to play XCOM 2 on your iPad. Like, you're the fucking outlier. You want to play XCOM 2 on an iPad or whatever. We'll allow you to do that. Um, it's not as good as a computer, but we don't expect it to be. We just expect it to be good enough to allow you to do that. Google's pitch for Stadia wasn't, this is uh, as this is close to as good as a computer. It wasn't, this is, the, this is as close as you're going to get to like buying a powerful gaming console or gaming computer. Google's marketing strategy was, this is better than a console. This is better than a computer. It's going to be better. This is a better experience, and will always be. Nothing will be better than this. <laughs> <It's>, that's <laughs> not what it is. See, it's,
0: but in theory, they're not no. wrong. Like in, theory, they in the in the in the far flung future, they could have been right because the, the the idea behind it is that hey. You've got instead of instead of a console, you have a data center at your fingertips and you never have to upgrade your data center because somebody else does it for you.
1: Right. And that's true. But also they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do some crazy ass Google Assistant shit. You're going to be able to hit play on a YouTube video. (laughs) Go to the game. You're going to be able to be like, hey, Google, how do I beat this level? And just going to do it. Which is crazy. Like, that's not... Like, you look at that and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? That's so cool. Can I play that on an iPhone? <laughs> no. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> you're like, all right. That's dumb. Um, okay. Whatever. Well...
0: Uh, speaking of dying things, dying things, uh, we've got two more zoom has bought Keybase. So as part of their 90 day security push, um, zoom froze all new features and instead of actually developing any security, they went out and they purchased some,
1: <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting move. Uh, I
0: honestly don't know what else they would have done like like before before we even go any farther
1: um like did they also bring on hr mcmaster (laughs) 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 which i heard that i think on like i heard i heard that on like uh, npr this morning or something they're like oh yeah zoom acquired zoom hired hr mcmaster and i'm like does that man even know how to use a computer
0: (laughs) i have no idea but like before we go any farther zoom has so many problems I do not know what else they would have done than purchase an entire security-based company. Um, So purchasing an internet protocol-based company focus entirely on security protocols was the only move. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, that said, I cannot tell you um, how... Immensely upset I am that they've purchased Keybase um, because I am a huge fan of the Keybase product and the actual Keybase product's future is questionable, if not almost certainly doom and gloom.
1: Well, no, that's how now you know how I feel with my fucking boosted board, you piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking laughed then. You laugh when you're like Evan bought a one thousand dollar skateboard and now he can't even get new wheels. But fuck you. <laughs> Go to <All> hell. Right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. Man, I, I mean, there is Joe. I am more distraught over the death of boosted board than I am over the death of Pebble, and that should really tell you something. <laughs> Like, Boosted made such good products. They made, like, the, they made the best hardware products since, like, Apple or, like, Surface. It's unbelievable. I miss them so much. Anyways, all right, you might be wondering, what the fuck's a Keybase? I don't think most people know. Uh, yeah. Keybase is, Keybase is an online encryption company. Um, their product is that they are an encryption company that builds services that allow you to store and verify your identity. The idea is it's an encryption service. You put thing. you you verify your identity, either with your social networking accounts by like doing proofs or through um, just various other keys and it creates like a chain of trust. So say, um, I verified that I own eHersh.com. I do this by throwing a little record in my website's DNS that they tell me to throw in so that I prove that it's me. Cool. Um, then I... Say, I prove my Twitter account is me. I do that by posting uh, this tweet. I prove that this key is me. Um, I This like key I use to sign my email. So that, that this way, the idea is, you know that if this person's Twitter account, Evan Extreme, right, is verified, and this is that person's key, then you know that this is the same person and you have that level of trust. And you can kind of like, under, you, the idea is to je- help you confirm identity across multiple platforms. And it's not a bad idea. I think it's a smart idea. I like it. The problem is that it's just a set it and forget it type of thing. Like once you're on it, you don't really need to use it. So Keybase has kind of been trying to change that. Their idea now is that they're like a suite of products that are designed for like secure communication. They have like encrypted git hosting, they have like encrypted messaging. They have um I don't know, whatever. What else do they have? I forget. Oh, yeah, they tried to like shill cryptocurrency for about two years.
0: Yeah, they're um, so, so first of all, this was really the death knell um, for Keybase. I think everyone who was a user of Keybase um, or a frequent, maybe a frequent opener of Keybase as I am, I, I open Keybase a lot because I keep a lot of, um, I keep a lot of my credentials mm-hmm. um, in their file encryption service. Um, so I was one of the very few people who actually noticed when they started giving away these things called stellar lumens.
1: That's right, baby. Um, stellar just lumens are the future.
0: Giving them away for whatever reason, and I'm like, "What in the world is this?" Uh, and they were just giving away cryptocurrency, their own cryptocurrency.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so i have 80 dollars worth of stellar lumens
1: oh i was i thought you were gonna make fun of me for having like um hold on how much how many stellar lumens do i have oh i was gonna say that i had 70 dollars worth of stellar lumens and i thought you were gonna make fun of me (laughs) nah dude i do have 70 dollars worth of stellar lumens
0: yeah no they just they, they were just giving them like they were just giving them away and i'm like okay give yeah sure
1: yeah Oh, finally, my, my physical cryptocurrency wallet actually has Stellar Lumen support now, so I actually get to move them out, off my Coinbase wallet. Um, I, well, I was going <laughs> to... Just in case, just in I case was... they explode. They're the future, baby.
0: I was going <laughs> I to gonna try and sell them to buy Halo, <laughs> and I'm like... This is too. This is too many steps.
1: <laughs> Dude, they're, they're on Coinbase now. Just transfer them to your Coinbase wallet and sell them. I know, but Holy I. Shit. Wait, how many is that? I almost have a
0: thousand Stellar Lumens. I know you have to lot. Have I know they're not worth much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're not worth Dude, much at all.
1: You're really underselling yourself, there, buddy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh but i mean see that's isn't that like everyone's like oh man i'm a cryptocurrency genius but don't they just literally like throw a hundred dollars in like just each fucking like small tiny cryptocurrency that's worth like 0.0000001 per like dollar or whatever and like or, or just insane amounts to so just get millions of them and just one day they just check the fucking market price when like some idiot off the subreddit like shills it and then suddenly they're rich <laughs> i
0: hate it so much
1: yeah crypto sucks but like coinbase just if you can't tell coinbase was a very schizophrenic product like it didn't really know what it wanted to do it was it was just kind of scatterbrained all over the place and it it just because again its core its core use case was that you don't use it man core use case it's kind of like a set it and forget it thing. You just put it there and that's it. You don't <sighs> pay for it. Nothing. It's just there. And people can just go on and check it out and just be like, fuck it. That's that's the way. It, I, I guess that is, Evan. I guess that, that is his Reddit account.
0: <laughs> I missed think- out on the uh, Lumen's all-time high of 94 cents.
1: <laughs> Whoa. When was that?
0: Uh, 2017.
1: <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, what the fuck was this? Yo, 20... Th- holy shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Take me back. Take me back. Um, yeah, It's that, actually, it's, like, a lot. Uh... That is a lot of money. <laughs> shit, I'm gonna run the calculation. Wait a minute. I would have had, like, a thousand dollars... <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Why did Keybase give... All right, you know what? Let's just freaking move on. All right, so Keybase is owned by Zoom now. The actual product is definitely dead. Um, Zoom I...
1: crypto, baby.
0: So it was ba- It was just an aqua hire Like, Zoom needed yeah. security engineers, so they bought Keybase. Um, yeah. All yeah. the engineers yeah. are going out of their security engineering team. Or de- actually, they are... <laughs> Zoom now has a security engineering team. Uh, yeah <laughs> So uh, congratulations to Zoom. Um, I, did, I guess in a sense, congratulations to Keybase because they weren't making any money anyway. Um, I, I'm sure I'm sure the I'm sure the engineers there are making substantially more money there. So um, congratulations on their success, if nothing else.
1: Yeah. no, it's it's exciting. I hope that i hope this works um and i hope keybase doesn't die but it, keybase will probably die just like everything <laughs> i love everything you love i'm doing great today boys let's go what's next up what are we going to talk about now?
0: uh you know who else is doing great
1: <laughs> who's doing great joe
0: elon Musk is doing great
1: oh i love that guy
0: all right um so elon <laughs> yeah let's talk about elon musk's like um i'd call it a slow slide but it's more like a rapid jump um into Mm -hmm. dementia uh (laughs) as so um he the big headline is that um Elon Musk, uh, what, two days ago, three days ago, responded to a Twitter user who that Twitter user was responding to an article about a problem with the Tesla Model S. And in that response, to another response, um, to a series of responses, he eventually announced the birth of his sixth child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This. this his sixth his sixth product in the product line
0: <laughs> just buried under a series of innocuous responses to just some random twitter user uh, <laughs> all right uh, and the name of the child oh, let's boy. uh oh i do have the pronunciation guide here they have the pronunciation guide oh yes the verge has the pronunciation guide it's X Ash A twelve, so that that little like combination A E thing. Yeah, it's pronounced Ash.
1: Oh, actually, Ash is a decent name. But <laughs> you know,
0: the baby is going so. by the baby is going by X, I believe. Oh my god! So I, I have no idea. Uh,
1: so all right. For those who do not know. Hi, my name is Evan. I like music a little bit, um, but not in the way that Joe likes music, where he just like actually like, plays instruments. Ugh. I'm a hipster. So I'm about to talk to you about Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Grimes is a very um, interesting indie pop artist who is, has been in a relationship with Elon Musk for a little bit. I think she made pretty good music. Uh, I like her shit. She also does a lot of really weird shit and is very weird. Um, I'm pretty sure the last time I checked her Spotify bio, which it said was written by herself, said she grew up in a crack den. (laughs) She's she's a very uh, she's an interesting character. Um, So I'd like to talk about the name of Elon Musk's and Grimes's son. So there's, there was some incredibly hilarious just things on Twitter. Just their interactions about this child. This human child. The tech product of the week. Um, <laughs> so let's but my favorite one is Grimes tweeted out being like oh, we're not going to reveal the gender of the baby. I'm going to raise them gender neutrally. Um, and you know, until they decide that it makes sense. And then Elon's like, It's a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then Grimes tweeted out the reasoning for the name of their son, Mm X-Ash-A12. X, the unknown variable, and then the clashing sword emoji that you see in front of every single woman on Twitter who says she's a witch and that she sells salts on Etsy. Um, Then the, the Ash which is the, the combination AE that you see in like that fucking um, BBC show about the clones. I think uh, my Elvin, which she says is my elven spelling of AI love and or artificial intelligence. And then she says, a 12, the precursor to the SR 17, our favorite aircraft, no defense, no weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. violent plus a equals Archangel, my favorite song. which you know what? That's that's a decent reason to name like a kid, you know what? Sure. like you know after like a song or an artist or whatever it's fine. Um, and then she puts the sword emoji and it says metal rat. My favorite part is that that's the after the most ridiculous tweet I've ever seen in my fucking life, Elon Musk responds. SR-71, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a small
0: correction.
1: Just a small correction. Um, let's, let's back up a bit. Because it's she been... Said, wait, wait, wait. And then she Keep said, going. I'm recovering from surgery. I'm barely alive. So many typos be given, but damn it. That was meant to be profound. Oh man.
0: Elon Musk responds, you are a powerful angel emoji.
1: God, I really don't like them. Look, I think people should be happy. Unless it unless it unless it's a being personally obnoxious to me. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Let's contextualize exactly where Elon Musk is as a person.
1: I would love for you to do this.
0: So let's, in order to do so, we must back up about mm, a week to uh, the date of April 29th. So I think we all kind of know that Elon Musk has had some iffy takes on the whole social distancing thing. He's been kind of that. Ah, well, you know, it's probably a little bit overblown. We probably don't need to go to these lengths, right? Whatever. He's Elon Musk. He's he's just a tech guy. What does he know? All right. Move on. Well, April 29th. All caps. Free America now. All right. April 29th. Hospitals in California have been half empty this whole time.
1: <laughs> mm. Sure. I wonder <laughs> why that is,
0: Elon. And then my personal favorite the man who agreed to have his tweets pre-screened oh God on May 1st I believe this was the day of or the day before mm-hmm. the uh Tesla earnings report
1: it was the day of
0: the day of the Tesla earnings report tweets out yeah. Tesla's stock price is too high IMO. <laughs> Now, let's go back to uh, May 1st on the old stock (laughs) ticker and see exactly what happened on the date of May 1st. Oh, boy! We (laughs) saw a 60-point die.
1: So, my favorite part about this (laughs) is that musk stands i love the elon musk stands they're like viruses they're unknowable you look at them and, and you're you're like how did nature create this but wait evan
0: wait before we get into the stands because where may 1st was young mm-hmm. musky boy had so much love to give Because continuing in his opinionated tweets, he wrote, Now give the people back their freedom, and proceeded to tweet, And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free and the home of the brave.
1: I would I would change that for him actually well, let's do that uh, say it does our star sprangled banner yet wave? My father earned his money mining uh, mining emeralds in a cave.
0: <laughs> Continuing, um, rage rage against the dying of the light of consciousness. And to cap it all off, we've got I am selling almost all physical possessions. Will own no house. Follow up. My GF at Grimes is mad at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I love is that this is like the the, the thing that gets gets her mad.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that 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 like, was the line. Like there, that was the line.
1: <laughs> I still love the fact that like Grimes had imp- anti imperialist and in, in her bio until up until she started dating him. <laughs> That was a good, that was pretty funny. Um, it's just suddenly anti-imperialist. Wait, I'm dating a billionaire. Hmm. I'm dating a guy who, <laughs> I don't know. Like this is Elon Musk is, oh my God. I don't know how to describe him. It's, they're, they're just the weirdest couple. They're the weirdest people. I just, yeah, uh. whatever.
0: I, I, I don't even know what to do this. May 3rd, Minecraft has amazing legs. Minecraft. That's what? That, that's my capper.
1: Sure, whatever.
0: That's what Elon Musk tweeted on May 3rd. Minecraft has amazing legs. All right, Evan, what did you buy this week?
1: A Tesla. <laughs>
0: So Evan, do you feel like an informed consumer now?
1: Sure. I think I knew all of this beforehand. All right. So let's explain. I I had two things that I wanted to talk about that I bought this week. I'll talk about the other one next week when I got the iPad of Magic Keyboard once I actually had like time with it. But because we wanted to talk about all the Elon shit, we just figured this is so fucking funny that we have to just kind of give it a shot. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so what did I get this week? I have started the process of ordering a Tesla. I'm going through the process of ordering a Model 3, which I'll be leasing for three years. That is because of the lease on my Honda CRV. Fucking excellent car, by the way. Like, it is very, very, very good. There's a reason. It is the best-selling car in America for the past three years in a row. Um, and it, it's, it's really good one of the best uh but i wanted an electric car um just honestly for convenience sake like it's cool to not have to like go to a gas station i could just fucking charge it where i live um also just for future environmental shit like obviously the 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 car is only about as clean as like the fucking source of electricity that you're charging it from um, but mostly just because it's a gadget, like it is a gadget just on wheels like it is a little toy. It's a toy car. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a thing to fuck around and play around with. And that's just what I love about it. Like, it feels like, you know, there's just shit to be excited about for it. And there's like new stuff. And it sucks that I'm going to be like leaving Apple CarPlay. But honestly, the upside of like my car has box control <laughs> is like, you know, worth it.
0: So like let's yeah. let, let's sort of address the uh the the elephant before we move any further. What's the elephant? Cuz yeah. we did just spend a solid 20 minutes um on our bit. Yeah. Um so like with a company like Tesla cuz inevitably somebody's going to friggin' say something. Um mm-hmm. I mean like the fact of the matter is it's the best electric car in the market and yeah Elon that's- Musk is doing everything he can to tank the company for whatever reason and right. th- it's that's the, th- the fact of that- the matter is like i yeah. this was the ana- this was the analogy um that i used the other day and you i'll let you be the judge of its aptness if that is a word mm-hmm. um but re- regardless of whether or not i agree with Jeff Bezos um Who's probably a gigantic dick? Um, I'm not gonna stop using Amazon Web Services. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I n- I need it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the 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 Tesla is the best. The for the Model Three is the best electric car in its price range on the market, bar none right? There's really no other thing. Like it's just, it's very convenient. It is very nice. It's got a lot of awesome fucking features. It probably has the best integrated car system that isn't CarPlay or Android Auto, like in any vehicle. It has a lot of really cool features. It gets updated all the time. Um, it just has a very cool UX. Um, it feels like a future car. Like there's a lot of really awesome stuff about it. Um, like the, they, they put an insane amount of time and effort and energy into making this like not even that much less convenient than just a traditional gas car. Cause like the GPS built in, which uses Google maps and everything, right. Just fucking routes you to charging stations. It like automatically calculates how much battery you have and how much battery you will have when you arrive. And it like just makes all the calculations of where you would need to charge and exactly how long, like, there's a lot of really awesome stuff in there that just makes, owning an electric car like way more of a thing you know it's because it, it it they put a lot of effort into the software side to just make your life easier so you don't have to worry about these things cuz like range anxiety is such a problem and i just don't really have to have it anymore cuz i i know how far it can go i know where i need to charge i know how long right. um and it's awesome so i'm excited to get it it's probably going it, to from what i'm understanding it's going to be july but nice. yeah, I'm not a fan of Musk. Um but Tesla's are fucking good cars.
0: The other thing is like yeah. regardless of whether or not you, you know mm. purchased Amazon Glacier, Jeff Bezos is buying a yacht. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think end of the day, like let's put it this way me me buying a car during their sales slump.
0: Tim Cook does not care if you buy the new iPhone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's literally why they released the SE. That is the S- <laughs> that's, That is why they released the new SE and made it as good as it is, because he actually just doesn't anymore, because that's no longer their business strategy. Their like, business strategy is no longer to sell like a $1,000 phone every year. It's to sell you on Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> an even a challenge.
0: Actually, of all CEOs, I think... It could not be more true of like Elon Musk. Like Tim Cook might care if you buy the new iPhone because he cares because like Apple cares if you buy the new iPhone. Elon Musk does not care if you buy a Tesla because he does not (laughs) care about Tesla.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is this is apparent. I think I remember like Bill Gates got a fucking Porsche electric supercar instead of a Tesla. And then like Elon Musk just started shitting on him on Twitter next day, though.
0: Uh that's well there's also the fact that like if there's there's an eco thing there.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure, but also the Porsche Taycan seems to be a really sick electric car and it's got Apple CarPlay in it. Which is a plus. It's got a nice, nice car <laughs> play screen. Um, uh I don't but I yeah got
0: I don't think I don't think Bill Gates uh uses I mean, an iPhone.
1: <laughs> that's true. He doesn't. He uses Android.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say I'm pretty sure I've seen him with a uh, Galaxy.
1: He does have a galaxy. It'll be interesting to see if he switches to. The-
0: Why do I know what phone Bill Gates
1: uses? <laughs> yeah, how did you do on your most recent exams? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, like, I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the car. I think I'm. I got the. Oh yeah, for for reference, I'm leasing the long range model. Because just, I'm like, I want to use this thing to go on hikes in the, the Pacific Northwest where I'm moving. I want to have like a longer range. It com- the, the, the more expensive model does longer range, four-wheel drive, better speakers, just everything. So at that point, it's just kind of like, is it worth an extra 100 a month in terms of lease price? And for me, I'm like, yeah, honestly. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to try it out um i hope it is cool i mean I, I already i already did a test drive of it i fucking loved it but i'm excited to like really live with this thing you know charge it everything you know yeah. live and in, sleep inside of it camp in it make it my make it my child like make it like the inside of a fucking tauntaun from like episode five like i'm I'm ready to go <laughs> i'm so ready man all
0: right yeah. incredible What? what, All right, we've we've gone so well over. Um, this has been excellent.
1: Right, but good news: none of us have commitments anymore. That is true. So, so I think we're gonna go. We we might actually start doing these.
0: Oh, now you cut out. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think we may be able to start doing these a little more regular which would be spectacular. Uh, if you want to follow Evan on Twitter, it's at Evan Extreme. If you want to follow me, I'm at Pith, Pith, PithPith, P I T H P I F T H. Follow the show at HomePod Squad. Email us, HomePod Squad at gmail.com. And the website is zoom.rocks. Uh If you want to, yeah, follow Evan. Uh, <laughs> Don't give him shit about buying a tesla please please all right we'll see you guys next week because it is quarantine and frankly we've got nothing better to do
1: absolutely (laughs) see y'all next week see you all in the next one promo code